Welcome to the Transformational Coach Podcast with me, Rona Barton, giving you competence with confidence. Welcome everybody and thank you for joining me again for another episode of the Transformational Coach Thoughts from My Sofa Podcast. How are you all doing? It's our usual check-in. Take a couple of minutes and really think about how your week's been and how you're feeling. How are things in your area in terms of pandemic and lockdown restrictions? Are things relaxing and easing for you or are they tightening up? Certainly here in the northeast of Scotland, we've had a few more relaxations to our um, restrictions. We are able to travel, um, if you like, across county lines, not just stay within our local area. So I'm really looking forward over the next few weeks to being able to carefully and still socially distanced um, visit friends and family that I haven't seen for the best part of the year. And I hope you're managing to do some of that yourself as well. This week we start a new topic. We look at letting go and celebrating. And the first in that topic is about saying no. Over the past year or so, we've spoken off and on in different episodes about being able to say no and being able to ask for what you want. So this week, we're looking at that in a bit more detail. I'd like you to think about and ask yourself if you are, for want of a better description, a people pleaser, if you always say yes, What is it that you like about saying yes? And when does saying yes impact you in a negative way? Have a think and obviously take some notes. I'm all about making lists and writing down your your thoughts. Um, And to help you out with that, as I announced last week, I now have a series of notebooks available You'll find the links on my website, ronabarton.co.uk. And if you go to the publications page, you'll see all of the books in the notebooks there. You've quite possibly worked through a notebook already in all of this. So go ahead, treat yourself to a new one. Help me out. Buy one of them. (laughs) Thank you very much. Okay. What is so hard about saying no? I think certainly what I've experienced in the past, it's, if you like, a fear of perhaps disappointing the person you're saying no to. Letting them think that they're not valuable to you or, you know, they're they're not an important factor in your day, week, month, life in general. And when we start learning to say no, it can be really hard to begin with. You know, it it can make people that we are used to hearing a yes from us feel hurt or upset or maybe even angry. And it's not usually a fun thing to do. The other thing to consider is obviously if you're expecting to be able to perhaps work with that person in the future... You want to have a good relationship with them and 
Potentially saying no may make you feel like you jeopardise that in some way. But it doesn't have to be difficult and it doesn't have to make your relationship with that person or those people hard. So what can you do about it? And if you think about it, what are you afraid of when it comes to saying no? What gets in your way of saying no to people? Well, let's think this through a little bit more, shall we? Knowing what your time commitments are and what you value is important. That way, when somebody asks you to dedicate some of your precious time to a new commitment that might be for them, you'll be able to know whether or not you want to do it and go ahead and be able to commit to saying no to them. And by all means, be honest with them when you tell them that, you know, just admit, I just can't do that right now. I'm overloaded. You know, it's too much. I would like to think that the emotionally intelligent person that you're speaking to will be able to sympathise with you because potentially they've been in a similar situation themselves or maybe they are in that situation um, at that point in time. And they'll respect your openness. They'll respect the fact you've been honest with them. And somewhere inside, they will also respect the fact that you're giving yourself some well and truly deserved self-care and attention. So know the value of your time and what that means to you. But also, know your priorities. So I'm sure we all find now and again that we do have some extra time on our hands. You know, it, it can be quite rare for a lot of people. But ask yourself, this new commitment that is being asked of you, is that really how you want to spend your precious extra available time? It might be, for example, that your family is your highest priority. And if your partner asks you to perhaps pick up the kids from school and on extra days of the week, days that, that would not normally, if you like, be um, your pickup days, then you would prefer to prioritise picking up the kids from school over this new commitment that's being asked of you because family is your highest priority. For other people, work may be their highest priority, you know, and part of their longer term goals may be looking at a promotion or the chance of a pay rise, for example. In which case, helping out or taking on this new commitment or extra project could allow them to work towards that longer term goal. And therefore, they would like to say yes to that. Over time, you'll get some practice at saying no. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy to begin with. Remember, we're all about progress, not perfection. So you will get it wrong sometimes. People will get upset with you, but that is their problem to deal with. So why not practice saying no? Why not get in front of a mirror and watch yourself say no? To yourself. 
Practice different ways of saying no. Say no outright, but also say no as part of a more rounded statement. For example, I'm really grateful and I appreciate that you asked me to do this. However, I'm booked in with something else right now and I don't have time to prioritise what is asked, what you are asking of me. So you can say no without causing offence or without seeming impolite. But get used to practising and repeating the word no. The easier it is for you to say, the more natural it will sound when it comes out. And let's face it, if you always have to say no to people who are constantly asking you to do things, they're persistent in that way, when you keep saying no to them at all of their insisting, eventually they will get the message. And they will, if you like, go after an easier target. And you shouldn't feel bad about that. You shouldn't feel ashamed for saying you don't have time to deal with it at the moment. Your priorities are yours. That doesn't mean that everybody else has the same priorities. You have to work towards your goals, live within your values and your um, expectations, boundaries, if you like. But please, when you're saying no, please stop apologising. You know, don't start your sentence with, oh, I'm really sorry, but there is absolutely no need for you to apologise for saying no to somebody or saying no to something that you don't want to do or you just don't have time to do, you, sh- you have no interest in. People do think it sounds more polite when they say, I'm sorry, but. And yes, as I've said, politeness is important. But apologising for saying no just makes that no sound a bit weaker to the person on the receiving end. And potentially they would think, hmm, that's a weak no. I could get a yes out of them. But stick to your guns. Be firm. You know, you don't need to apologise for wanting to guard your own time. There are only so many hours in the day. Why should you give them all up? Stop being nice about things. As we've said, it is important to be polite, but being nice by saying yes all of the time is only going to hurt you. You're making it very easy for people to, you know, steal your time and they'll continue to do that if you make it easy for them and you don't set some boundaries. However, if you do start saying no and you're consistent with these persistent requests, they will go away, they will start asking somebody else and from your point of view, you've been able to show them that your time is valuable for you, you guard it well and you deal with your priorities. So how does all of that work if you are in a work situation and your boss is the one that is asking you to do stuff? I'm guessing some of you might feel that you have to say yes to your boss because after all, they are your boss. Um, And if we start saying no, they might think we can't handle the work or they might um, look at passing us over for a promotion or a pay rise in some way. And that is 
common reasoning, you know, there is rationale in there. But in reality, it could be the opposite. You know, if you're able to explain to your boss that by taking on too many commitments or too many projects, it actually makes your productivity worse and therefore it could jeopardise the, the commitments you currently have, your boss may very well see that as a positive thing. And if they still don't, if they insist that you do take on this new new project or new commitment, sit down with them, with your sort of task list, if you like, the work that's outstanding, and ask them to reprioritize what they expect of you. Because as we've said, there's only so much you can get done in a day. And the last thing you want, if family time is a priority for you, is to be doing your work throughout the day and still having to work on in the evening and missing out on that precious family time or working over weekends and missing out on time. So throw it back to your boss and say, if you want me to do this, reprioritize the rest of this work. Goodness, that gives me a, a reasonable sense of um, where I need to start saying no as well. Just thinking thinking over my work for the past week or so, um, it's just dropped a bit of a bombshell on myself there. Okay, that's me. I need to reprioritize for this coming week as well. All right. Um, and it's completely thrown me off what I was saying to you there. Um, we were talking about saying no to our boss. Um, yes, and I guess tied into that is um, possibly looking at potential future requests, you know, preempting anything that might come up. If you know that you've got um, one of these persistent, insistent requesters, um, then why not preempt things and say no to them before they've made the request of you? You know, if you know you've got a meeting coming up, you can go into that meeting and you can literally state the fact that your week is booked full with urgent projects, tight deadlines, and you're really not able to take on new requests. That might fall on deaf ears for some people. However, once you get the hang of making those sorts of statements, it will be very useful for you. And let's face it, you can then just get back to being you. So instead of saying to people there and then, yes, 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 and overwhelming yourself, why not take a step back from the situation? If they are insisting or you have a new request come in, instead of giving them an answer right there, why don't you tell the person that you'll consider their request and you'll get back to them? Set a time scale. It will allow you to get a bit of breathing space. It'll give you a chance to, to really put some consideration into what is being asked. Check your commitments, see if where your priorities lie. And if you really can't take it on, then tell them no. And you could do that in a way that, um, you know, is still polite, but is quite firm. You know, you could be saying something like, I've given it a lot of thought, as I told you I would. I've checked my current commitments. And at this point in time, I won't be able to accommodate your request. 
What you could also do is if you're not able to take it on, having reviewed it, do you know somebody else who may be able to help them out? Why don't you signpost them in that person's direction? All in all, it shows that you have at least given them some consideration. Perhaps one last thing to think about is by telling them that what they're saying to you, what they're asking of you, you do find interesting because perhaps you do. Um, And, you know, let's keep an open mind here. It might be something that you would have time for if you had the opportunity to look into it a bit more. So perhaps set their expectation again by asking them or, or explaining to them that whilst you do find it interesting and it sounds like a great opportunity to be involved with, at this point in time, you can't commit to it. But if they check back with you in, for example, a week or a month, or three months, um, you would be able to to review it again at that stage. And then the next time when they do check back in with you, you'll be able to have a better idea of whether or not you have free time to be able to take on the commitment, and if you still want to take on the commitment. Um, But otherwise, you know, feel free to let them know that you can recommend somebody else to help them, or why not encourage them and let them know that, you know, here, I know that you will do a great job of that yourself and, you know, give them a bit of a a pep talk, if you like. You could also just turn around and tell them that you're not comfortable with it. You know, as I'm sure we're all aware now, no means no, regardless of the situation. So if you don't want to do something, why are you trying to shoehorn yourself into saying yes? So don't be insincere when you speak to people about it. You know, often the person or the task that they're inquiring about is a good one. It's just not right for you and perhaps just not right for you at that particular point in time. So tell them that. You know, you can be polite and compliment the idea or the individual, the company, whatever, but you can tell them outright that it's not a right fit for you with what you're working on at this point or what you're looking for at this moment in time. But please do be sincere. As we've said, saying no isn't an easy thing to do. But once you've mastered it and you've found a way that works for you, you'll find yourself less stressed and more focused on the things that really matter to you. So take the time just now to go back to your core values and your long-term goals that we've worked on over the past year or so. And just check in with yourself. Is that still where you're headed? Is that still where you want to direct your energy, your focus and your time? There's no need to feel guilty about getting your life and your personal life in order and in a way that feels good to you. Other people do it, so why should you miss out? Okay. I think I've kind of harped on in that one because it's obviously uh, a personal one for me as well because I do on occasion have trouble saying no. But progress, not perfection. So I am getting there. As I've said, if you've run out of notepad space, jump on my website, ronabarton.co.uk, head to the publications page and why not pick yourself up a new notebook. 
In the meantime, as ever, if you have um, liked this episode or any of the episodes, please do feel free to um, like, share, subscribe. I always forget to ask you to do that. Please do. And continue to look after yourself. Stay safe and I'll speak to you next week. Bye for now.